So this is really fun. I'm so excited. I'm here with my fellow YouTuber, uh, Paleo, and uh, and we are here to talk about the My Little Pony movie that just came out this last weekend, and that's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, I'm uh, Paleo Steno. I do a bunch of uh, videos on like movies and mainly animation stuff. Uh, but I do some videos on other things as well. Actually, something related to animation I did recently was a review on Cuphead, which is the uh, the 30s like animated video game that came out, which is very fun. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard of it until I saw your video. So that was pretty cool. And uh, you do some podcasting as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and, uh, and you kind of started with uh, My Little Pony, kind of your YouTube, is that correct? Yeah, uh, back in like 2011, I um, I created a channel, and I, at first I didn't know where, what I was going to do. I just wanted to make some videos, and uh, then I started watching the uh, the Friendship is Magic, the the first season, because uh, I I just was in the mood to like watch something cute for some mm -hmm. reason, um, and I, I saw I saw it like around the internet, so I was curious, and I started watching it uh, back when like all the episodes were on YouTube. Um, and I, I watched it like in a weekend and I was like, Hey, I, I really like this. And then like the second season was about to start. Mm. So, um, I, I got really into it and started reviewing the episodes and, uh, that that's sort of how I got to where I am now. Cause I started reviewing a lot of the episodes and then I made a big video and then I found a bunch of other people like, like Saber because he started, uh, with that as well. So a lot of the friends I have now, I was friends with, uh, back then when I started my old channel, which I, I started a new channel and that was more like on uh, just general animation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the, the pony stuff is really where I started. So what do you think was the initial appeal of the show to so many different people? Um, I think it's just like a lot of it is just how unexpectedly good it was. Because mm -hmm. um, a lot of people were going into it, oh, especially after the um, uh, uh, Generation Three, which was a lot more uh, kid friendly. Um, like the, the the animation wasn't quite as fantastic as it is in Generation Four, and I guess like there there's just that stigma of, of ponies being like super like kitty and like preschool type mm -hmm. thing and then like with generation 4 it's like oh this is a this is a bit more like a cartoon network show or something so i think yeah. that that was a, a big appeal to a lot of people mm -hmm. what do you think particularly inspired sort of the whole brony phenomenon for it to be particularly appealing to 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 young men or to um I'm not sure. Uh, I I think it's just like 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 I said, it's the the surprising nature of, of yeah. the uh, the show. So yeah, and I've been think, thinking about it a lot because there's obviously whenever anything becomes popular, there's always a backlash, and uh -huh. it's uh, you know it's always the worst thing ever to some people, and it, certainly you got that with ponies. And I think like I, I think the backlash. I think there's a little bit of sort of. I don't know what the word you'd want to use, a little bit of sort of a sexism with it. Like nobody has yeah. any problem with, uh, you know, you go to Comic-Con, there are a million uh, guys, you know, playing with t Star Wars, you know, toys or uh, yeah. Transformers or whatever it is. No one has any problem with that. But the idea of a man interested in something that's supposed to be for girls, now that's something that people can't, some people can't handle. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Saber Spark and I actually did a um, uh, a two part documentary that's on his channel called The Brony Chronicles, and we 
uh, uh, actually go over a lot of um, the the first part is about I guess the 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 show itself and its inception, and then um, the the second part is more about the the brony uh, like thing becoming a thing and the community itself. Mm. So um, we we interviewed like a bunch of people and then like did a bunch of research of uh, I guess Hasbro's history as well as the the history of um, I guess different stigmas between like boy toys and girl toys, so and, and how like people view that. Mm -hmm. um, so and Milo Pony is definitely like the one one of the toys that is like stigmatized to be in like the pink aisle. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people are a bit weirded out by it. I I still see people that are like Bronies. That's weird, but. After like so many years, it's it feels like it's calmed down a bit. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, it's definitely not as bad as it was in the beginning when it was first starting. But but now people are just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, just like what like you like. like. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I I actually I really I really enjoy the show. I have not. I I have I have three seasons on DVD. I'm and I'm pretty behind. I'm probably I'm like. I kind of stopped after like season four and really? uh, so yeah. I need to kind of get back at it, but I don't know. I just lost kind of lost yeah. track. I um, cause I, I got into it and I, I continued watching it. I never really stopped watching it um, because uh, I, I still want to get the DVDs at some point because um, there's, there's a lot of shows that I have not had physical like copies of. I just have physical copies of movies right now, but I definitely want to get some sh uh, shows on DVD. But the uh, the show itself, because um, uh, after after season four, season five, that introduced uh, that introduces Starlight, um, which becomes more of a uh, a main main character uh, with with the other main six. And mm -hmm. then season six, a lot of people were kind of like apprehensive about. Um, but uh, season seven uh, has been really good, um, like the best since season two. So and oh, I, wow. I think. I think with that combined with the movie um, being out, people are a lot more into it. Because I, I recently I was talking to Saber about this. Um, I was looking on Google Trends how uh, the search terms for My Little Pony and Brony went up like a, a big spike after this weekend because of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and I guess that that combined with this season seven because, um, like I said, season seven has really been really good. Oh, cool! I'll have to check that out. Definitely. Yeah, I do think that they were a little late on this movie. I think if it had yeah. come out like two years ago, I think it would have done a little bit better. Yeah, when I was looking at the trends, um, uh, My Little Pony, the, the search terms for that, it peaked around like uh, end of 2014, uh, beginning of 2015. That was like the big peak. That was actually the big peak of a lot of animated shows because that was a peak mm. of, for Adventure Time as well. Um, mm. And I, I'm wondering like why that time uh, for, for animated shows, so... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Uh, then uh, I think I think that Equestria Girls was a little bit of a mistake too. Uh, I mean, I yeah. don't hate the show, of, but I think it kind of dampered enthusiasm a little bit. Yeah, a lot of people were really upset about that, including myself. Um, but now I've kind of laid off it because uh, uh, the sequels were better than the first one. Like, I really like Rainbow Rocks. I still mm -hmm. like hum a lot of the songs from that. Um, and now I, I'm okay with like they're they're having like this uh, spinoff series that they're doing because they had a, a few specials uh, rather than a fifth movie. 
Um, and now they're going to do another like little series because I do really like what they did with Sunset. Mm. So, so do you have a favorite of the main six? Uh, yeah, uh, Twilight. I actually bought uh, this of Ronicon. It's a little um, foam charm. Oh, cute. So, yeah. Yeah, my favorite is Applejack's is my favorite. I think <laughs> she's really fun. <laughs> uh, I always like her stories. Uh, so, okay, well, let's talk about the movie then. So what were your, uh, I saw your review today, but what were your overall thoughts about the film? Your overall response? Um, I I liked it. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. And then uh, after I started humming a lot of the songs, I was like, okay, I can't get this out of my head now. Yeah. A lot of it is definitely for the fans because there's a lot of stuff in the background that um, unless you're a fan, <laughs> Unless you're a fan of the show, you're not going to know what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I've seen some people comment on how like they, they enjoyed it, even though they've never seen it. So hopefully that does bring in some more viewers, because I know that one thing Hasbro wanted to do is for this movie to bring in more viewers to the show. I think the, the, the movie, um, while it, it's sort of separated from the series itself, um, it, it, it's... I think it stands all right on its own, but it really helps if you've actually seen at least a season of the show. Yeah. So. I think so. I think that it might feel a little bit, I don't know, maybe a little bit boring if you don't have some investment in the characters. And kind yeah. Of, uh, and, and not all of the characters get really flushed out. Uh, yeah. So like someone like uh, one of my complaints about the movie is is Apple Jackson Fluttershy have like almost no dialogue at all. Yeah, Fluttershy barely has anything. Yeah. Um, like one my favorite song from the movie is um the the, the first song they sing uh we got this and uh like every every pony in in the in the main six has a a part in that song and I think that's that's why why I like it but Fluttershy's part is like so minuscule compared to everybody else's. Yeah. So, yeah, like she has like a couple lines. That's it. Yeah. So and it's, and it's just the chorus. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't understand why they chose to focus so much on Pinkie Pie uh instead of uh someone like Fluttershy or Applejacks, which I think are more sort of user-friendly. I think particularly to have Pinkie Pie so forward in the trailers, I think was a mistake because if you don't have, if you don't have any investment in her character, you don't know she can come off as kind of shrieky. I think. Yeah, I th- I think it's because like because I mentioned the review that the most I think they know who's the most popular uh, as far as like sales go. So mm-hmm. they they wanted to have more Twilight, Rainbow Dash, and Pinkie Pie, and those are the three that are focused on the most in the movie. Mm. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. People are going to think this is a really, like, shouty kind of, but it's really not. The series, especially, is not, like, a shouty. uh, Because sometimes that's what I don't like a lot about a lot of the Cartoon Network sort of shows, is I feel like uh, they're very, like, you know, very, like, shouty to the screen. And I I find them kind of exhausting after a little while. Uh, Even something like Rick and Morty, which I think is totally brilliant, I can only handle so much of it before it's just kind of a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and so, but I don't have that problem with My Little Pony. Uh, it, it balances tone, I think, and, and feel very well. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought, I came out to think, because I knew that it would have music, but I didn't think it would have 
so much music. Like I thought yeah. it might be sort of like the Smurfs, Lost Village, which I find to be very underrated for the year. And I thought that, you know, I think that movie had like two songs, three songs, something like that. Uh, but this was a lot of songs and yeah. they were so well executed. They had Broadway level talent singing the songs. And, uh, and after like, I feel like I've had a couple years of musicals where I guess not Moana, but aside from Moana, I just feel like I've had all these musicals where I'm like, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very well done. It wasn't like it's, you know, that good of a song. It wasn't like well performed. And here they did a good job, man. I love the songs. Yeah, uh, not including the the very, very first song, which is like the Go-Go's cover. Um, mm -hmm. There's like six songs in total uh, that they sing. Yeah. Uh, with the, the ending song being the Sia song. So. Yeah, the animation. And I, one thing I wanted to ask you about is I kind of feel like <clears throat> we have lost the value of like what I would call the old school cartoon. Yeah. where there's like a sniveling villain, you know, who's bad and the, you know, the, the hero's kind of going on a journey and whatever. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I knew that this movie would get criticized as some as, as uh, because of some of those things that I knew the villains would get criticized. I knew some people would say it was very generic, but I found the same thing with Smurfs Lost Village, which to me had sort of an old school cartoon kind of feel to it. Yeah. And like everything has to be a sur surprise villain these days. Everything has to be sort of layered and whatever. And sometimes I miss just having a fun cartoon. Yeah. Well, with the Storm King, um, uh, a lot of people's criticisms with him is that like he just wasn't there a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think if he was more there in the beginning, people wouldn't be too critical of it. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, there, there are the, uh, the prequel comics, which I read. And they're they're kind of okay, um, but it would have been better if they had it in the movie. But it was it would be kind of weird to have the prequel comics in the movie because it starts out a lot darker. So starting out mm -hmm. like that would be very yeah. strange for the for the movie. But even just Tempest, yeah. like she was a clear villain from you yeah. know point one, whereas like the last probably six Disney films since Tangled has been the villain reveal at the last minute. You don't think they're the yeah. villain. Oh, they turn out to be the villain. And I just kind of miss the old school, like, ha ha, you know, I'm going to, uh, yeah. and, uh, that just to me is fun, but I, I don't know. I don't feel like that's in vogue right now. I liked Tempest quite a bit. I, I thought that she was, uh, fun and, uh, basically like the basic plot of the, movie for people i guess i should say spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but um basically the plot of the movie is that tempest uh there's this friendship festival and tempest comes spoils the festival and then the main six have to go and find the queen of the hippogriffs and along the way they meet all these various characters they meet a, this cat that's this con artist named capper these pirates sea pony these sea ponies uh that until they end up you know, being able to confront uh, Tempest. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it's just kind of, it's just an adventure. And uh, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, what did you think about all these people they meet along the way? These characters, I should say. Um, I, one thing I was afraid of when um, the movie was announced, or I guess not announced, but like they announced some of the, uh, the, the actors would, that would be in it. I mm -hmm. was like, oh, I hope they don't like overshadow like the main VAs. Yeah. Um, but thankfully that didn't happen. Um, 
because uh, the main VAs do really uh, get all the, the credit they, they deserve in this. And um, like with the new characters, like with Capper and um, uh, Captain Solano, uh, they, they were fun. Um, like they show up, do what they need to do, and then they show up at the end again. Mm-hmm. So Now, one review I read said that it like broke the pony rules by having anthropomorphic characters. I don't remember that being a that, rule. That's Is that true? Not, yeah, I don't think that's a rule. Because yeah. I could have sworn there they there have been sort of like that. I mean, I guess Iron Will's like a Minotaur, but um, hmm, yeah, I, yeah. They were I, acting I like it was this huge that. thing. Like, how can you have this in this world? It's totally ridiculous. But I'm like, really? Okay, didn't bother and me. There was some weirder stuff in the show. Yeah. I liked, I thought that Capper was fun. I, I don't know. If, I guess I can see people's point where it does feel a little cluttered at times. And I, I do agree that I don't think you needed to have uh, the, um, uh, the, the, I think you could have just had Tempest. That yeah. You didn't need uh, to have the Storm, whatever. I forget his name all of a sudden. Uh, that, the Storm King. Yeah. Storm King, yeah. That you didn't need to have him. Like she was enough for the villain. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if maybe they cut some of him out because it did seem like he was in it very, uh, very small for being supposedly the main villain. Yeah. What did you, I guess, what did you think of, of, uh, Tempest? Um, I, I really liked Tempest. Yeah. Um, she was, she was a lot of fun and I, I do really like her song. Um, a, a mm-hmm. couple of my friends said that they, they criticize the song a little bit because they, because she says open your eyes a little too much. <laughs> Um, cause like, I'm not sure how many times it's said in the, uh, in the actual song, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I still like it. I mean, though criticizing that for saying that too much is kind of like saying like, well, you said fire too much in hellfire. Oh, okay. If, if that's accurate, uh, that's even more hilarious. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I mean, so she had this, uh, this whole like horn, but it had yeah. been taken by, Storm King, right? Or, no, or it's, where was um, it the friends? You know, no, it's um in in her little flashback, uh, where she's showing where where she was um, playing with her friends. Uh, oh, right. They lost the ball in a in a cave with where there was an Ursa Minor, so the, the which is a, like a big constellation bear, um, and it swiped her horn, like gave her the scar, and uh, and her horn went missing, and then af- afterwards, like she's. She tried to um, play with her friends again, and she just ends up like blowing up stuff with her horn because she can't control it. So, mm-hmm, right? Do they ever explain in the show? I can't remember why some of them have horns and some of them don't. Um, it's just the, like the different the the different uh, races of ponies. Like there's the Earth ponies, uh, unicorns, and pe- Pegasus or Pegasi, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and then alicorns become a thing. I guess they can't. Well, other than. Well, there's like a season six thing where Princess Flurryheart is a, is an alicorn. Like, there's only four alicorns mm-hmm. except for this other alicorn who's born because there's never been an alicorn that was born. We're getting into like lore stuff now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, she meets they meet this the capper who helps them to find the uh, the the hippogriffs who are underwater. Am I yeah. getting my things? Anyway, I've only seen it once. So, <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, 
And uh, they, there's this whole com, com, uh, problem that develops because uh, the, the group becomes very upset with Twilight uh, because she kind of gets them banished from the, the queen's presence. Yeah. And like during, during a song, um, like a, where uh, Pinky is uh, having fun with Princess Skystar, which is one of the, uh, the, the hippogriffs, or I guess they're, they're the sea ponies. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, at, th th at this point, they're the sea ponies. But uh, then there's this whole song number because Twilight says, no, you should like go have fun and do, do stuff while I go over here and steal this thing. So, yeah, yeah. And that gets them in trouble with the queen there and they kick them out. And then they, they basically, like, they get very upset with Twilight. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's probably, like, one of the more emotional moments, like, that has happened within the series. Yeah. Because um, uh, I, I didn't expect to have, like, anything like that in the, the movie. Because th there, there's been, like, some emotional moments in, in, the, in the show before. But I don't think anything, like, that intense would happen and I, I enjoy it I I for some reason enjoy when characters cry um <laughs> so so seeing that was like all right I, I like this movie a lot um yeah did that seem uh yeah. I guess earned that they would do that that they would be so kind of harsh on her for that mm -hmm. especially since it? like she's she's the princess of friendship she shouldn't be like doing this stuff right. but I think because people were, were complaining, I've seen people complaining that uh, it was out of char character for Twilight, but you see throughout the movie that she learns that outside of Equestria, things are completely different than they are back home. Right. So she can't act the same way. Mm, that's true. And, I, you know, she was, she was just trying to get the, you know, get the information and just trying to, she wasn't, it wasn't intentional that yeah. she, she wasn't trying to hurt her friends. But it, it leads in nicely to hearing Tempest's story about her yeah. experience. Because she's this ostracized from her friends, and now she's hearing Tempest's story about being ostracized from her friends. Right. We basically get the ending. So the reason why Tempest is doing what she's doing is she's made a deal with the Storm King that uh, he will give her back her horn after he, she does all this stuff and because he wants to get all of the um the princesses right and and be able to use their power and so she she thinks that he will he will give her back her horn and uh of course it turns out that no he has no intention of doing that yeah and uh so she kind of ends up turning on him and kind of helping the main six by the end and kind of gets a redemption. Yeah. And I guess, did you think that was earned? Did you like that? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I liked it. Uh, one thing that people complain about with the show is that way too many villains are like reformed. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, for this, I, I think it was appropriate because like, it's sort of a theme throughout the show. So we kind of get both because Storm King, he, he's gotten rid of, and then uh, uh, Tempest, she be becomes one of them, I guess. So yeah, we're on their side. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was very sweet. And uh, you know, it's, in its way, it's kind of 
you've also seen the girls, the main six come back to, to defend Twilight. And so yeah. there's, there's some nice moments there. And also, you know, for the Tempest to realize that there really is such a thing as real friends and not everybody's going to be a bully and be mean. And uh, so I thought that was very sweet. And overall, I was just very entertained by the film. I thought that I loved the animation. And, uh, you know, the, yeah. I, I think it's so weird in the animation fandom, the way people complain about flash animation. It's like, there's like, I don't yeah. like flash animation. I don't understand that. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, this isn't even in, in Flash. It's, um, uh, I believe it's Toon Boom. Um, okay. Uh, it, they, they had to, like, com- completely, because um, there's there's a making of on YouTube oh, okay. uh, of, the, of the movie. Uh, and they, they were talking about, like, moving over to this different program. They had to, like, redo a whole bunch of stuff and, like, uh, I guess, like, remodel a lot of things. Because the, the animation in this is a lot smoother than it is in the show. Yeah. Um, it was brighter, but, too. Yeah, the colors um, are more sort of like the animation is a lot more. You can tell that it's more frame by frame than the show is. Um, and uh, since it's a movie, I think it's done on ones, mm-hmm. so it it's like has very smooth uh, movement. And uh, there's I just, a. Mm-hmm. I just feel like any kind of animation can be good or bad. Like right. I've seen like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Eight Crazy Nights is hand-drawn animation. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, people put hand-drawn animation on this, like, pedestal. Like, it's so great. And, uh, and you know, CG can be amazing. Wally and, you know, things like beautiful animation. And CG can be horrible. And, yeah. you know, Norm of the North. And uh, Flash can be good. Flash can be terrible. You know, you've got, like, uh, and everything in between. You have great stop-motion you have a horrible stop motion. You can have yeah. great motion capture, whatever kind of animation you use. In the end, it's all about just like with live action. You can have you can have great black and white movies. You can have terrible black and white movies. Like yeah. it's all about the story and the act. You know the the performances and the everything else that goes into making something good. The medium that you use uh, it doesn't really, to me. It's it's irrelevant really. Personally, yeah. so I don't like the fact that they did bring back all pretty much all the voice talent. Yeah, uh, for this movie, I think that that's really cool, uh, very respectful of the vo- uh, you know vocal talent, and it doesn't matter. Like we don't need the ce- the celebrity voice actors are so so irrelevant. At least to me, there's every once in a while. Like I think The Rock was the perfect choice for uh, to play Maui. He's perfect. Yeah, but. I still didn't go to the movie to see The Rock. I went to see a Disney movie. I just, there's hardly right. any times when I'm like, I love this person so much. I did, I do love Idina Menzel. So maybe a little bit there with, with Frozen, but uh, huh. that, that's pretty rare. Like I, I just, I just think it's so, such a waste. And so why not use these great vo- uh, vo- vocal talent, uh, voice actors and actresses that do such a great job. And uh, uh, you know, I don't know. It drives me crazy when I'm watching these animated trailers and there's like what I call like the, the celebrity card at the end where they're like, like in the star trailer where it's like, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like for, um, cause uh, at the end you see, you see the, all the, uh, the, the VAs for everything and, and the, uh, the big time uh, yeah. actors. And uh, I think all of them had a, well, almost all of them had a, uh, uh, a singing part. Because mm-hmm. uh, Tay Diggs did, um, uh, Chris and Chenoweth did. Yeah. 
Um, Zoe Saldana. And, uh, Zoe Saldana, yeah. Um, I didn't know that they could sing. Yeah. Um, uh, at least Tay Diggs and, uh, and um, uh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually looking at the uh, the making of, um, they, they were, because Tay Diggs, I think he had sung before. Yeah, he but, actually um, got his start on Rent. Yeah. Uh, that's how he was uh, originally discovered was on rent. So he's a Broadway okay. star. But uh but, but for yeah. um Zoe Saldana, I had no idea she could sing. Apparently, like she didn't either. because uh, on the making of, like they, they asked like if she she could uh sing and like she she did it. So uh that's interesting. So Gamora can sing, I guess. <laughs> Musical. I want that's what they should do to make us want to go see Avatar sequels. Oh man. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Three should be a mu- musical. <laughs> that would be much better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and I've forgotten that Emily Blunt could sing because, uh, of yeah. course, she's in Into the Woods. But I just completely forgot about. it. I was like, oh my gosh, she has a good voice. Really good. I liked the score. I actually went home and bought the soundtrack. I enjoyed it so much. I mean, oddly enough, I thought the weakest song was probably the Sia song. Not because it was a bad song. It just felt. I didn't feel like it really fit. It, it felt more like like the end of Zootopia, where you you hear um uh, Shakira play. Yeah. It's it's like that kind of ending. So, yeah, I know it did have the total like party at the end of the animated film, which I think is the weirdest trope. Like, how did that get? St- yeah. I guess Shrek. I, I did, yeah, Shrek started it. <laughs> Toy Story two has it. Happy Feet has it. Like all of these animated films. Tro- Wait, Toy Story two has it. Which one? Yeah, Toy Story 2. That's the penguin starts to sing. Oh. Well, I guess they started Weezer. it then, because that was before Shrek. Toy Story 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah 99. That was before Shrek? Shrek was 2001. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, I, mean, I guess they, it's all Pixar's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so weird. It's the weirdest trope. They all, Pretty much all the Illumination movies have it. Here... And at least it kind of makes sense because they start out with a party. <laughs> so, like, they're yeah. ending with a party. <laughs> yeah, because so, they, 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 they want to, like, have the party. And right. then, okay, they're having the party at the end. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. If you were to say, like, between, like, a 1 to 10, like, what, what do you think you would give? Like, how would you rank this movie? Um, this is hard because I never give my reviews ratings. Um. But I would, I would say probably seven out of ten because there's there's things I would Im- try to improve about it. But yeah. overall, I like I really liked it. Yeah. What are some of the just a few of those things that you, you would improve? Um, Storm King, I, right. I think they, he has needs a lot more development in the uh, beginning. Uh, and for people who never even watched the show, definitely more development for the main six. Yeah. Just so you know who they are. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, my main criticism, I do agree on the Storm King and. My main criticism would be just not enough, uh, not enough spread around the uh, the different uh, main six. That yeah. they got a little bit more uh, it's, dialogue. It's weird. It's weird though because like I'm not sure how they would fit all that in since the the movie is. I mentioned this in my review, but the movie is like uh, uh, an hour and thirty eight minutes, which is mm-hmm. like a lot longer than I would expect it to be. Um, because there's a lot of other like animated movies that are much shorter, um, and for this one, yeah, I, I was true. thinking about this would lead uh, lean more towards the like hour and ten minute 
animated movie type of thing, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, it was it's leaning more towards the hour and forty minute type of animated movie. So yeah. like like Pixar length. So Yeah. Yeah, they probably could have cut it down a little bit. Uh but I don't know. I would just I would have maybe taken a few lines away from Pinkie Pie and given them to some <laughs> other characters, I guess is what I would have done. But yeah, it, I might be biased because like Pinkie Pie is like my second favorite in the main series. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I just think she's just not the most digestible for, for non-fans sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, she's great. And so, yeah, I'd probably give it... I was really high in it when I first came out, uh, but then I sort of... I always... I, 90% of the time, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm either really down and then I can kind of kind of come up, or I'm really high and I kind of come down just a hair. Yeah. But for me, I would probably say maybe 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I thought it was really fun and uh, it made me want to get back and watch the show again because i just, just yeah oh, this is joyful. Yeah, if, you, if you stopped it like season four there there's a lot to catch up on like some very yeah. big big episodes too yeah uh, so i don't know it's just a it's just a joyful there's just so much negativity now and i i just yeah. felt like oh that was just joyful that was made me happy so that's all yeah. you can really ask for in something like this so well well thanks for joining me on this i really appreciate it it was fun to talk yeah, no problem talk with you and uh so where can people find you um paleo steno on youtube you can just search it in the search bar and you'll you'll find me and also uh, paleo steno on on twitter so um and i, I post daily so yeah, yeah i'll have uh, links to all that in the description section you can check out and you can find me at rachel's reviews on youtube and at smiling lds girl on all social media and my blog is 54 disney reviews and so a lot of fun stuff and uh, I do a family movie night every Sunday. So look forward to that. This month we're on our Disney scares month. And so I'll be reviewing Toy Story of Terror. So it should be fun. Oh, that's so, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, actually, it was a lot, it was, it was a lot better than I even remembered. It was really good. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I was very surprised by that because I, I bought the, uh, the Blu-ray of it just to, to watch it. And I was like, oh, this, is, this feels like, like it could be a, like a legit show. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I, it's just, it, well, we don't get too much, but, but I just really yeah. liked the way it's about conquering your fears and Jesse yeah. uh, conquering her fears and it felt like real. And so uh, it was, it was very good. So anyway, that'll be fun. Uh, something to look forward to this Sunday. So thanks again. And uh, yeah, look, check out uh, Paylor's channel, subscribe to him and, uh, and we will uh, hopefully talk again soon.